You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. I'm your host, Jeremiah Morrill. As always, I'm joined by our co-host, Dakota Davis. Our show is about our lives in rural Indiana. It's a show about folks who are involved in politics. We have promised that our episodes are going to be a fun and easy listen. We interview people who are influencers, elected officials, political experts, and folks we just find interesting. Today is a bit of a deviation from that because as far as I know, our guest has no political involvement no. whatsoever. <laughs> he did drive up this morning from uh, from Georgia. Did you stop in Alabama and vote for vote for a Senate candidate or anything? <laughs> no. I've heard that's getting pretty crazy over there, though, but didn't do that today. Didn't do that. So we've no. got on my right is uh, is Ben Smith, uh, a native of Newcastle, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into Ben's profile here a little bit, but uh, he's uh, been an athlete. He's uh, been a model, an actor. And uh, since he was coming home for the uh, for the, the winter vacation here, we said, That's "Hey, right. you're in town. Let's get you on the show, and we're going to get uh-huh. to know you a little bit." Uh, and then on the other side of the room is uh, the bride of uh, of my co-host Dakota. We've got Audrey Joe Davis now. Yep, that okay. would be great. Getting used to that one. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> you signing your name right on checks? No. Did you sign well, Dakota's checks? Only like half the time. <laughs> yeah, understand. Dakota, how are we doing, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. It's uh, a little bit different. Usually I have people over here on Thursdays. My dog's really not going to know what to think whenever there are two nights this week that <laughs> we have a parade of people barraging through the house. <laughs> We're uh, Your dog is going to have a lot to think about this week. Oh, yeah, she is. You're going to have a lot to think about this week, Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was enjoying my last little tiny bit of uh, of sanity tonight before we before I came over. The uh, Ben, we, I don't know what happened to me, but... I accidentally bought a puppy or adopted a puppy. Uh, okay, we got puppy fever on on it was yeah. last week, Everybody's I guess. How did this happen? Uh, Audrey and Sarah, my my fiance, Dakota, and I we've we've got a group chat going all the time, and we always send each other dog pictures. And I thought this was just like any other time, <laughs> right? Right. And uh, next thing I knew, two hours later, we had uh, we had an we had an agreement Doctor on a dog. price. That's right. And we were going to go visiting and. Puppy I'm, comes home tomorrow night. You seem to be worried about Daisy, <laughs> my German Shepherd. I'm more worried about you. <laughs> Very concerned. <laughs> Getting through. You seem to be really stressed about this. I am a little <laughs> bit stressed about this. Getting through the first couple weeks is going to be my, my my worry. Uh, after that, I think we're going to be just fine. But uh, everybody, I I just when I read things online and they say, oh, you got to let you know they can't hold their bladder for more than two hours. I'm like, that's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> impossible so we'll see it may end up hating me after it's all over i don't know (laughs) your dad said please pass the popcorn he thinks it's going to be entertaining too yeah well it's my parents got a dog about a year and a half ago they got a full-size poodle and uh they've they've been the ones in the family that have always had to go home and take care of the dog right so he's i'm sure there will be comments (laughs) of things that i've gotten into Oh, yeah. uh, and I'm just gonna have to suck it up. Because if nothing else, it's gonna make for really great content. That's right. We'll do anything for content around here. Yeah, content there <laughs> for ratings. <laughs> All about the ratings. So yeah, I I walked in here with a fistful of cash, and poor Ben, but he just met me, and he watches me bring a cooler in. That's right. And yeah. uh, bring a, about three hundred dollars in cash to to, to pay Dakota. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll just see the dog show it's up. All, time it's all about trust. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like I'm either buying something or selling something or giving him change for the organs that came in the cooler. <laughs> Nobody knows for sure. Nobody knows. We're going to let the suspense go. That way, Zach, my neighbor, whenever he listens to this, he'll be really wondering. like What, what happened? Yeah, what was in the cooler? We should make a t-shirt now that says that. Boss Hog of Liberty, what's in the cooler? What's Jared? in your cooler? <laughs> he never said anything when Danny climbed over the fence with a gun. Yeah, he did. He, he did. He said that he wasn't home, otherwise he would have said something. He would have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some interesting shows. <laughs> Sounds like it. I like we it. had a uh, we had a guest that got sick. My baby brother, Danny, 
Uh, he lives out by Westwood, so a few okay. miles from town. And he was on the on the chat here and volunteered to come sit in the empty chair over there. <laughs> and he but he just happened to need to drop off a twenty two rifle for me. So yeah. the front door was locked, and Danny <laughs> Danny's like, oh, "Don't let that stop him." Yeah. He scales the the six foot fence out back and jumps it with a you know with a twenty two rifle in a in a in a case, and he's still locked out. The back door is locked too, so didn't help. Yeah, it was hilarious. Didn't I help. I kept hearing the. That was the funniest thing because I kept hearing the knocking on the door and, and uh, Danny's like, hey, I'm here. And I go downstairs and I go to the front door. I'm like, there's nobody here. And then the knocking comes from the back door. <laughs> Which like, uh, it is pretty much impossible at your house. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a six-foot privacy fence and none of the gates can be opened from the outside. <laughs> so typically that doesn't happen. It's a, it's a miracle. So, all right. Well, so let's... Uh, Let's get to know Ben a little bit. This is literally like I've—I don't know—I I, stalking is probably too much, but I—I <laughs> I, I, we've not met before. We've no. exchanged some messages on the internet over right, time, right. and you know, I'm the—I'm the millennial that actually takes the newspaper. So when you were featured on a TV show, yeah, four or five years ago, uh, and that kind of put you on my radar, and you know, added right. you on Facebook like people do, and mm-hmm. uh, and then just kind of followed and you know cheered you along, whether it's you or you know Lee Markham at Jack's Donuts or all right. of our all yeah, of our local celebrities, right, right. You know, yeah. we, we we pay attention. So you uh, you graduated from Newcastle High School. I did some time ago, a little while ago, no, yeah. not as long ago as I not graduated high ago, school. Yeah. yeah, a little yeah. while ago. All right, uh, and then you've uh, you moved away. I guess you went you went to college, or yeah. did you? Yeah, I uh, went to school in Louisiana, then came back up here and finished up at uh, IEPUI. Okay, all right. And mm-hmm. then did you you play baseball for the Trojans? I did. Yeah. Okay, all right. And basketball. And basketball. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I uh, Dakota is this is this is already making Dakota uncomfortable. Sports is not his thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Really not. He, I, and see, that's the thing. Like in back in whenever you graduated in two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. Um, High school must have been a very different place because <laughs> I I did acting in high school right. and the people who played baseball and basketball made fun of the people who acted. <laughs> I so. know. Hey, we just flip it around. It's usually what happens. Oh, I mean, they don't usually make fun of everybody, but it's usually either one thing flips to the other or whatnot, you know, when right. you get a little older. So you uh, you played baseball and right. then you were you were drafted. This is like I, I looked mm-hmm. it up and I was like, I don't know. I don't know how this process works. So this right. is this is just going to be me asking stupid questions because I, you <laughs> know, I, I I was homeschooled. So I, my brother played <laughs> homeschool basketball in Indianapolis. <laughs> I played like at Blue River Optimus League through the sixth grade, and the scouts didn't pay attention. Yeah. So um, somehow you got drafted by the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, I did. And it was like. You know, I, I did. First of all, I didn't know how many rounds they had in baseball. I don't yeah, know how this a, works. Uh, I don't know if you actually, a lot of them. if you hear from anybody yeah. or how no, this how this process yeah, goes. They, uh, they have two days actually. The first day is usually around three to five rounds, and they have that pretty much broadcasted online. Or I don't know how they do it now. Right, it has to be something like that. And then the second day, they just have a scroll going online, and uh, whenever someone gets drafted, I guess the scout whoever's with you will uh, call you. Okay, and uh, that's how you know. Then you'll see your name run down the board, then everything will be listed. From there, very. So, cool. what was that yeah. like getting the phone call from the scout? Like, where? Uh, I got drafted later. Um, I was supposed to go in the first, probably three to five, six round. I got hurt playing basketball that year, so I only played half my baseball season. And uh, they drafted me in the thirty seventh round. And uh, basically, what they did is they drafted me later. They knew possibly they could get me for really cheap compared to what you would have been sign. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the possibility is still there to sign for that amount, but oh, yeah. uh, just things kind of broke down as we got going throughout the summer and end up going to school. The baseball draft is is off time too, right? It's like late summer. It's it's not. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably the second week of June. Okay, so it's during summer the season. right around there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, for me, I got drafted out of high school, so I was done for a little while. Right. A week okay. Or two probably. Okay. Gotcha. All right. But the baseball season, I guess, starts yeah. in April. Like right, MLB, right. Yeah, like MLB. Yeah, they're yeah. about halfway, quarter through the season by then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So then you uh, you had the opportunity to, to try to do something with them or to go right. work out with them. or Did you actually get to go to, to any of the minor league stuff or because you were rehabbing it was – No, I ended up – They had um, your rights and that was the extent of yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. I had my <laughs> rights until I either signed with a four-year school, but I actually went to a junior college, I guess, before I went to school in Louisiana, so – what that does is if you get drafted, you can wait all the way up until the next day of the draft, and they still have the rights to you. So they could sign you in January or March or whenever they wanted to, 
But as soon as that day comes around, then you're open game to everybody else. If they come calling, though, you'll mm-hmm. have a conversation even yeah. today, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. All right. So, uh, and you are a pitcher, as I asked that yeah. question. As uh-huh. we were standing downstairs, Dakota hates it when we book taller guests than he is. And, right. you know, I'm 6'1", six 6'1", six six well, depending upon mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. And I'm dwarfed by Ben. <laughs> so it It's just that all the guests are usually taller than I am. I'm not a very tall person. So it's it's not like you're making a really far stretch like, oh, he might be taller than me. Like, he's probably going to be taller than me. <laughs> going to have a questionnaire as to how tall our guests are going to be. And then I saw him on TV, and I was like, well, here I am. I look yep. like a dwarf again. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, though, so you're good. That's all right. So, well, in basketball, obviously, that had help with basketball. Mm-hmm. So d- 2003, uh, so you would have been like 2001, 2000 to 2003 with the high school yeah. team? Uh-huh. There were some pretty good teams at that time as well. There was, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good time. Yeah. So you, you, the state championship teams were 1932 in what year? 2012. 2012. Okay, all right. Somewhere. So it's after you. Yeah, it was after me. Yeah. How old are they? I'm trying to think how old they are. It's probably close. It's probably five years after that. Seven, five to seven. Yeah, my class at Blue River. I can't remember. They they just adopt. I'm so old. They just adopted class basketball right after I was <laughs> I was coming through, uh, and my class at Blue River would have been one of the first classes in the 1A uh, state championship game in 2002. So right okay. after me, a lot of the kids that I went to to grade school with got to got to do that. It was always, it was a neat experience for them, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you not did. That he's resent. <laughs> I was not a ba- basketball was my baby brother's thing. I was I ran video. I got it like a. You know, this is media has kind of been my thing, right? right? So I do the podcasting, and I ran. I went to for three years. I followed around the East Side Golden Eagles basketball team, which, would, by the way, produced a number of college players. Uh, Brenton Burris played at IE East. I, I can okay. just and see he, that. Uh, he was actually the leading scorer there for like I can four see that years, so clearly until like two years ago. Back, Danny is playing basketball. Danny's doing really good. <laughs> like yeah, just doing awesome at basketball. Somehow, still, Jeremiah is running the video recorder <laughs> and is still stealing the attention away from Danny. <laughs> it's funny, Danny. Uh, <laughs> we he made some comment. We went to the Indy Five Hundred, and uh, one of his old basketball buddies was there. And uh, we, we were at the infield this year, and the buddy Chris Gamble, who was the coach's son, he said, "When the hell did Jeremiah become the popular one?" Because I had all the, you know, we had. Pat McAfee, right. his people showed up from Barstool okay. Heartland to our tailgate, and Jeff Bibbert was there, and Todd McComas was there of Barstool Heartland or Bar, you know, Barstool Indy, uh, and they were hanging out with our people, and it was just right. a, this weird atmosphere, and this guy's like, yeah. how in the hell? What happened? <laughs> so, no, I wasn't, uh, I, I make it sound much more exciting than it was. I was, you know, dressed driving around and would go to Martinsville or Anderson or, you know, I went, I was in an awful lot of high school gyms, <laughs> smaller high school gyms <laughs> doing video. So, mm-hmm. fun, fun stuff though. So yeah, one day, one day I'll get to hang out somebody with the sports be, crowd again. Somebody would be watching, <laughs> like one of Danny's relatives would be watching the video tape, and Danny's like, "Hey, look at what's coming up here," and I can just see like your uh, grandpa or whoever would be like, "Wow, Jeremiah is doing a great job." <laughs> <with him." laughs> no, actually, the uh, it was uh, it was more for the coach. It was coach's film. We were we were pretty elaborate in what we did. Um, turning myself up here i'm playing producer and talking at the same time but it was all coaches film so it was it was okay. so that they could do you know whatever they had do, do review and make right. their adjustments it was the most professional homeschool basketball <laughs> team you'd ever seen they they, they went to uh, arlington they played arlington their uh, their jv team our varsity team did okay went in there and they either beat them or they lost by one on the arlington oh, court. Really? yeah okay. they were they were ridiculously good that's not bad yeah so played in a bunch of national level tournaments but that stuff. video anyway, recorder but the video guy man, did a man. Good job that was high it. high definition in the in the early 2000s anyway we're here to pick on ben <laughs> <laughs> speaking of video recording like how did you get into acting uh randomly when i came back up to indiana i finished up school at iepui and i worked at la fitness in indianapolis and um I kind of thought about it and never really did anything about it. And a guy came up to me one day and asked me the same thing if I've ever done it. You know, he's like, hey, uh, don't take this the wrong way, you know. <laughs> he's like, have you ever thought about doing modeling or anything? I was like, yeah. He's like, have you done it? And I was like, no, I just don't know really what to do. Right. And uh, he ended up being the uh, VP at Wiley Publishing. They do all the books for dummies and a whole oh, bunch yeah. of other series yeah, there. Absolutely. And um, so I was on an iPhone Five? So you were in the ads so for the iPhone 5. iPhone 5 and then iPad, probably two or three by then. But okay. uh, I got that going, and then I signed with an agency in Indianapolis, and then uh, signed with another one that's based out of Cincinnati, and did that for a few years, and then uh, 
took the move down to Atlanta. So how how mm-hmm. cutthroat is the the acting slash modeling industry? Is it like really intense, like uh, what you would see uh, on TVs or what? Not for what I ever did. Uh, the girls, I mean, I bet they are because that's high. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of what they do. I mean, they're crazy yeah. about that. But more, my modeling is more of like um, I don't know, not runway or fashion or anything right. like that. It's more just like catalog. Yeah, so you're, really you're, you're there to sell a product, right? Sit there to wave, <laughs> waving or walking or something. No, so it wasn't wasn't too crazy. So <laughs> this is uh, I, I feel like this is the only time I will ever get to say this in the history of the show. Half of the people here have IMDb credits, so I know it's a there shock. It's it's me. The uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. Yeah. The, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, the uh, there was a. <laughs> Newcastle. Once again, I don't. I, I'm not an artistic guy, but I right. I, I I try to help when I can. <laughs> and uh, Travis White, friend of ours who works for the paper, he was. Uh, I don't know how he got involved in it or how he figured it out. He wasn't at the paper yet at the time, but there's a lady named Sandy Slavin. I don't right. know if you know her or not. She's a film producer here in town, and she's done a, diff- a bunch of different stuff. She had a okay. little project called Smoke and Mirrors, which was like a a local. <laughs> very, very, very low budget film. Okay, uh, that uh, it probably wound up being like twenty or twenty five minutes long, and yeah. they were looking for places to film. Mm-hmm. Travis uh, signed my house up for me. <laughs> <laughs> so Labor Day weekend twenty twenty thirteen, I think. Right. The uh, they had uh, a handful of professional actors came down from Chicago and some locals, and then there were some extras, and I wound up being an extra, and they put yeah. me, my name in there. So if That's you search for my name, there you go. I'm on the IMDb. <laughs> I, I'm not David Ben Smith with right. the professional name. Right. I'm, I've got my original Jeremiah Morrill <laughs> yeah. on there. Um, it's Christian name. Yes, my Christian name. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a crazy experience, though. I mean, the, yes, the amount of work that goes into producing just something like there's that. There's a ton of things that go into it, yeah. Yeah. So it, people don't realize, you know, they you just have a camera – Right, you know, people walk around to where they say what they need to say, and it's like, all right, done. You yeah. know, and you're out of there in fifteen twenty minutes. But yeah. they shot quite work that way. They shot two scenes at my house, and it took the entire day. Uh, one scene, a guy died in my garage. I think he was some sort of. I think he had he was an overdose or locked. This <laughs> something a, something happened. This was in the movie. It, this was right. in the movie. It wasn't no. one of the actors. No. just no. in your garage. Uh, but they had a real, <laughs> they had a real city of Newcastle ambulance that was there, and oh, I had yeah? just there moved into the house like three months before. <laughs> so it looks like I have this huge party, and then an right. ambulance shows up and leaves with Carry lights on, with a guy in a stretcher, and the, you know, the neighbors are coming out in the yard, going, "What in the hell is going on right. at Jeremiah's yeah. house?" It's like it's like an episode of Trailer Park Boys. You <laughs> That's know? right. Like, like where all the uh, like all the people you see in the background, they're like watching things. Things as they go on, like mm-hmm. uh, apparently those are actual residents of that trailer park. Oh, are they supposed to be? Yeah, it's like they're they're huh. just sitting there watching Trailer Park Boys while it's being filmed. <laughs> like it, they're not extras in a TV show or nothing. Right. I mean, it's, that's how I imagine your neighbors just standing out there watching, yeah. dumbfounded. Yeah. Well, I'm I've provided nothing but entertainment for them <laughs> since I moved in four years ago. <laughs> so that's when you said you live near White Estates. That you know, if you ask around now, they're like, oh yeah, Jeremiah, oh, he's yeah. the he's the guy that guy. <laughs> He's the guy that throws the parties. <laughs> I, He's the guy I saw a naked woman jump off his roof. <laughs> That's happened no more than twice. And a naked man. <laughs> and, a naked and that one nobody wanted at all. And no. it wasn't me. That no. one was not me. So, um, yeah, so you did. <laughs> you got into the modeling thing, and right. that led into you moving to Atlanta. Because I, mm-hmm. I guess there's a little bit of an independent art culture you know, right. film scene here. But not a it, whole lot, though, yeah. Like, I would think, like, Nashville, Tennessee, New York, Los Angeles, or I guess Atlanta has has Atlanta's really grown the past three or four years. Yeah, but yeah, Chicago a little bit too. They film a lot of the local, like Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, all those TV shows up there. And um, what else they have? Oh, what's the big one that's on TV? Uh, they have the they have the one that's um, in the in the emergency room, right? That's that's filmed in Chicago, isn't it? Yeah, there's it's, another uh, it's one. It's on A and E Network. Yeah, there's a really big one though. I can't think of what the name of it is right now. Yeah, there's an uh, awful lot of that. I, I, honest, yeah, there's yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine is yeah. like the one show that, and uh, there's <laughs> the, <laughs> the Last Man on Earth are about the two shows that I'm religiously watching right yeah. now that are on that are on network TV. We watch Live PD like every night. Oh, that's Live a great PD. show. I, I love, love that. PD. Yeah, yeah my favorite. That. My favorite is like whenever the uh, like the trooper <laughs> or the sheriff is pulling over a car for. You know, not having a tail light or not using their turn signal to signal a lane change, and then they mm-hmm. find like two pounds of meth. <laughs> <in the pipe. laughs> 
Like if I had a turn signal, yeah. If I had all that meth in my car, I would be. I would try to drive a little bit more cautiously. Yeah, the one of them's from Jeffersonville, right? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're local. Jeremiah, you have no idea. I locals. do. He got me to watch an episode. <laughs> I I watched it. I, I borrowed somebody's Hulu account, and uh, you know, I was able to watch an episode or two. I I'm yeah. amazed once again being somewhat techy. I I have no idea how in the hell they have the technology to broadcast that stuff up <laughs> in oh, real yeah, time and then and produce it. That's just it's mm. nuts. Yeah, I'm always amazed. Like whenever the camera guy is like in a dead sprint following <laughs> <Right>. the <laughs> yeah. police officer, I'm like, holy crap! Like, Cameras are big too. It's not yeah. like they're little handheld. Yeah, and like yeah, they have camcorder. like really big mics on them because <laughs> they can pick people up as they're sitting in their car and they're on the opposite side. So right, you know, it's not like it's just a little like it, it's not like they're using their iPhone to broadcast it back to the NE headquarters in New York. <laughs> like this is, it just blows me away. I, I think about that almost every time I watch the show. Mm-hmm. So, so that was reality TV, and then bringing us full circle, you, this reality TV thing you did with yeah. the, it was called the Big Time, right? Or it was That's sponsored right. by Budweiser. Yeah, it was sponsored by Budweiser. We really yeah. should have had it was a Budweiser here. We screwed that up badly. Oh, yeah, we really yeah. did. Oh man, I didn't oh, even think about that. Damn it! Oh, we failed. This is why we're going to be the second-rate We Are Libertarian <laughs> show for the rest of our time. We're never going to catch Chris Spangle and his his numbers. Nope. All right, so. So how did how does that how do you get hooked up with that? Because it had been some time since you're you know they didn't go down the yeah, list of was... 2003 baseball draftees and get to <laughs> no. Ben Smith and go hey <laughs> no. that's our guy look at this guy <laughs> they uh, it was from uh, one of our I don't know what he was exactly at the time but it was in uh, a person from one of my summer leagues I think they contacted a lot of summer league GMs and everything like that for all the college kids that had been done to see if they still had people's contact or email or things like that then they I think sent it out to everybody. And um, somehow I just randomly found it in my spam. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, why did they send me something? I opened it and it ended up being that. And it I, looked somewhat so legitimate. I was like, you know what? You know, why not? Yeah. And I'll give it a try. And I ended up sending on all kinds of paperwork in. And then I think they called me and then we talked on the phone. And then we had probably like a Skype or something like that after that. And then uh, they flew me out to LA for a week. We had all our uh, kind of like a little tryout. You know, and they had um, just different ways they were rating us and judging us to see who they'd want on the show, and then they were interviewing us. And it was almost like a gong show kind of a it thing. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. just, And then you had all kinds of – we had to do like a psych test and blood test and just everything to make sure, you know, like we weren't crazy or something. I don't know. And then uh, yeah, it kind of went on from there, and they weeded a few people How much out, Bud Light do you drink? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know that's just enough to make them happy. <laughs> exactly. I have one sitting on the bench with you. But yeah, they no, required the entire show to be done buzzed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'd but yeah, they yeah they hooked it up though. So then, you get uh, you you did that, and then the I guess the winner was going to get some sort of a an agreement or a relationship with them. Is yeah. it the Mets at the? T- is that it what was the Mets? Yeah, yeah, it was the uh, Brooklyn uh, minor league team. Okay, They're probably it was probably single A. Right, where they usually start everybody out, but. I believe that was where they were based out of. Brooklyn. So you'd be following. In, well, I guess if you if this had worked out, you'd been Tim Tebow would have been following in your footsteps. Yeah, I actually had probably the best deal out of everybody because people don't know my game that I got out on. My clock broke, and so I had no idea what was going on. I had flashing symbols going through, and you had to match the two up at the same time. Okay, and mine was broke, and the other people were doing there, so I just kind of stand in there. <laughs> and that's my excuse. I probably wouldn't have won anyway. <laughs> I probably got third. But uh, after I lost that, uh, Tom House was our mentor, and um, he's a legendary kind of pitching coach now. Now he does a lot with the football players like Brady and Manning and Drew Brees and basically anybody you can think of. Huh. So I rode home with him, and um, he's gonna or he offered to have me come out to California to train with him for two or three months. Then he was just gonna bring everybody in he knew. Um, and basically what he said with the people he was going to bring in would be at either, you know, at that time I was upper 20s, mid 20s. They're like, doing this is either going to end really fast or you're going to move up really fast. Right. <laughs> but uh, I ended up, I don't know, my knee was messed up, so I wouldn't pass physical. So I just ended up just, not doing yeah. it then. Yeah. Said the heck with it. Yeah. I, I can smile and act and we'll go down that exactly, path. Exactly, yeah. That was... Yeah, that was way before I even – not way before, but that was right about the same time where I really started getting into everything. Okay. So is that how so is that how that usually happens, like people find you, or is it people you know? Like I I know this guy who is this on 
that knows the producer of this and yeah like a lot of times it is like that hairline connections or mm-hmm. is it yeah uh there'll be some people that just randomly start doing it and like it a lot of people start out as an extra just kind of make some money and then kind of start to know people and then try yeah. to build the way up from there but it's a tough way to go about it but still fun for them there you go. Mm-hmm. So this is the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast, uh, episode 33. Uh, Jeremiah Moreland, Dakota Davis here with uh, with Ben Smith of Newcastle, uh, kind of catching up with him, uh, local uh, local done good. He's on uh, – we're going to get into this in a second, but uh, you'll find him on Amazon Prime. He's uh, he's featured in a show called Living V. And then the other side of the room, we have the uh, the Audrey Joe PV Davis <laughs> connection. Really? Yeah. I what? didn't hyphenate my name. Well, you should have. You're insulting your mother and your You're father really and the terrible. entire family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So you uh, – then the other cool thing you got to do is you've been on some other TV shows. I have. Right. Yeah. So you have uh, you were on Nashville, at least mm-hmm. an episode here and there, right? Yeah. So what was uh, that like? That was that was a very big budget, major, yeah, major so show. I guess it's still going on. a little different than uh, our Amazon show right now. But, right. Um, yeah, it was crazy. That was one of the first things I ever did and – they just grab me and throw me down. You know, there's all these cameras and the producers and directors and like Connie were, Britton and all those people are just walking around, just kind of like, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what do I do? Do I just sit here? Do I say something? You know, but yeah, it's a really good experience. You played, doing a, that. you played an assistant on Nashville, correct? Yeah, it was um, her husband's assistant. Okay. Is it, assistant. is it like what you see in the TV shows, a, like a set like that? Is there like a big buffet? Of food and oh yeah, drinks. This really? one, it was this one is for the most part outside because it's nice outside. But oh yeah, there's food trucks and they'll have usually tents or something set up, or they'll have all <laughs> kinds of food set up over there. That's crazy. Yeah, Dakota wants to act just for the act for the <laughs> that's for right. food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's give the extra awesome. food too. So hey, even then you get some food. So and then uh, to pay that you know that gig probably didn't cover everything for you. So you were doing right. personal training and, and mm-hmm. stuff along the, along the way there too. Yeah. That was the time where, uh, for a year or two, I'd go down to Atlanta for about two or three months in the summer. Um, and at that point I did really just a lot of extra work to get to know people and know how things work and, um, everything like that, because up here really, I did a few commercials and some print things and, you know, yeah. just kind of, not near the production of what it is there. So that's what I really started doing. And then um, once I finally got an agent, that's when I moved down there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So the uh, – how does an, how does getting an agent work? We may need agents, Dakota. <laughs> do, they, do they just say whatever we get you, we'll give you a cut? Or do you have to uh, – how, how does that how well, how's that business arrangement typically work? Uh, Consider me the village idiot. So when, I, when I'm asking too much, And then she gets a certain percent. No, you're fine. And then we'll have like a base price for like – you know, books for like an hour or you can do a certain higher price for a day or um, in Atlanta, everything's still right to work because everything's non-union. Um, but the SAG rules are automatically, they're scaled out no matter what. So she doesn't have to worry about anything like that. But everything non-union, uh, she can negotiate with whoever she needs to or a lot of times they'll just have, you know, hey, pays $200 a day or does whatever. You yeah, know, just kind of go with that. Okay. So you've... Now are a part of this program called Living V. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dakota and Audrey and I had a screening on Saturday because we, you know, we knew yes. you were coming up, and, and we, we had we right. had to get ourselves up. We had up like to speed. seven people watching the first episode of Living V in Jeremiah's <laughs> family room on so, one of the two TVs he has. Right, it's a very exclusive neighborhood down there in White States. So you can have. Uh, I'm a big sports fan. Dakota doesn't understand it, but sometimes when one day you know when the Colts are on and you've got to watch baseball on the top screen right. or Butler or something, you've got to have you've got to have two. And in an emergency, you go grab the third one because there That's might right. be an IndyCar race that I have to watch. Uh-huh. Oh, it depends upon the season. That just seems like so much. I don't know why you would do that to yourself, honestly. <laughs> and then I'm going to watch a puppy. I think yep. we know why he does that to himself. <laughs> so to that keep his mind stimulated. I'm, I'm <laughs> always <laughs> always going. We're not going to say the A word on, on air. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you give me give me hell for it if you want to, but it's uh, I, I'm scheduled. I, I'm I'm That's like Tom Griswold like scheduled <laughs> at this point. It's I'm like I walked the first time in your house. I've walked in there and I was like, okay, you know, everything's normal. And then I walked into the back family room and you had two flat screen TVs, and they're hanging off of the wall, mounted on one of them's hanging off the wall, mounted on top of the other one, like directly above <laughs> it. <laughs> It's like a, it's like two big commu- computer monitors, right? Yeah. What's what's the problem? <laughs> it's just so strange. I, I, 
I thought that anything you watch on TV was meant to be either entertaining or educating. So there's a guy named Steve Zabin. Do you know who Steve Zabin is? He was a uh, national radio host out of uh, Washington, D.C. He was on Fox Sports Radio in the mornings, Sporting News, Yahoo, and some other stuff. Name sounds familiar. And uh, he would... uh, he would always talk about his five-hour energy dome, which is his, <laughs> he sponsored his own basement, apparently. Uh-huh. And he had three TVs. So you got one right. big TV set up, and then you know you got like, like a 50-inch and a 42 and a 42 right. flank. Important TV, and then kind of off to right. the side. So, you've so, got your, so you can monitor. TVs, yeah. So that's, you know, I love to, you know, when I get the downtime, I will put on, you know, a hockey game or, you know, the Olympics going on. I need two or three TVs and to then, watch the and curling I, and the, you start the downhill skiers. You start seeing commercials, and you find out that Jeremiah is not the only person <laughs> like this. Like, DirecTV markets packages for people to watch multiple games on one television. Yeah. Yeah. Who are these people? Yeah, or, you there know, are I've more got... Jeremiah's out in the world, and that's... <laughs> we only thought we could handle one. That's, no, we, uh, we can only handle one. You can one. only <laughs> handle the one. Yeah. That's why you're not a sports fan. Uh, you've got the Red Zone channel on one. You've got mm-hmm. your you know your home, your in-market Colts game or whatever on the that's other. Right. So do you, I assume since you played sports, you follow at least somewhat? Yeah. 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 So. Rough year, huh? Oh, well, uh, yeah. I'm, I've, I, uh, yeah, the day job has me taking customers to games, and we were season ticket holders for the Colts, and I made it to one game this year. Did you really? We're podcasting <laughs> Thursday. I'm not going to go sit through the Denver game. Not going. Not doing yeah. it. Not a chance in hell. There, uh, there was a paper a story in the Indianapolis Star today that if you want to go to the Colts game Thursday, people are literally throwing their tickets away. Up, really? Upper level is like oh, five yeah. bucks to go right now, and yeah, I heard it's, a it's like twenty up. bucks to get in the lower bowl. So, yeah, if you want to see the the <laughs> The last one of the last three games Chuck Pagano ever coaches, you mm-hmm. could, you're more than welcome to buy a ticket for next to nothing. Um, That's what I've heard. Yeah. Now That's the Col- the game this episode? week. <laughs> this week's. Uh, no? okay, we should just give <laughs> the Audrey's. We, we're trying to introduce this wall sports thing, right? Yeah. So you know, we've done it the last couple of weeks. Just, That's just Danny's p- thing. I know, Are but you he's trying not here. to take over Danny again. Yeah. Yep. Just like with the video camera, overshadowing my baby yeah. brother. <laughs> Poor baby brother. Do you have a brother? I do. You, two of them. Do, how, are they older or younger? Younger. Do they look older? My younger brother looks much older. Uh, we all almost look, well, my middle brother and me, you probably wouldn't notice who really was older. And my other brother, he's 21. Okay. So you tell he's younger. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've got... My my baby brother is three years younger than me. Jeremiah's like forty five. <laughs> the hell I am. I'm thirty four. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm guessing Ben is thirty two. Somewhere in there. Yeah. I'm thirty four. Uh Danny is uh thirty one and then the uh the little sister is uh twenty three. So okay. eleven years between myself and the right. sister. She and I had very different childhoods. I was they you know, they were perfect parents with me and then by the time, you know, my yeah, the two older get, sons go through they give up. Yeah, they, they give up just, on her. Yeah. So That's all right. No fair. So we've totally – Audrey messed us up completely. I apologize for her behavior. <laughs> I messed you up? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I do track talking about all of Jeremiah's televisions and – you just can't bring that up in a podcast that's supposed to go anywhere. You just – all of your televisions are way too distracting. Like we're just talking about them, not even looking at them, and they're already distracting. I have a rebuttal, <laughs> Mr. Moral. Look, I, because I have these TVs, they're like 200 bucks. They're not, they're very affordable. When you come over and you bring your Xbox, we can play in the living room and we don't have to use We've the We've already chat. done that before. Like right, you had a I mean. spare TV. Like. He has a Minecraft TV. Sure. Why not? I like it. I why not? If you can live that way, they're 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 uh, disposable. I I I, 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 bought, I moved out for the first time in my life. <laughs> 10 years ago, I bought a 42-inch TV. It cost me like $1,100. <laughs> I can go buy a, that for like $92 at yeah. Walmart right now. <laughs> They're crazy. just utility items. So Anyway. You didn't know where to put another TV, so you just bought a dog instead. So, yeah, you didn't I know bought... where to, all that extra cash <laughs> is just sitting around. I'm going to get him a little 5-inch screen to watch while <laughs> <Okay>. I'm gone. <laughs> so on one of my TVs, we did watch Living V. All right. Right? So there's a professional mm-hmm. segue for you, Audrey Joe. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how how a show like that gets made. How does it get on Amazon? Any of that stuff? Because it's like right. you know, it's obviously a big deal to be to have a major distributor like that. Yeah. The, sh- the thing I was on is on YouTube. You have to go find the link, and you know, and there's no commercial anything on it. Right. Obviously, on Amazon, there's it's a market. Right. Mm-hmm. So tell tell me about that. Uh, as far as I know, how everything worked is we she put Brittany, our um, executive producer and director, and pretty much everything else right now, uh, who's amazing by the way. She, 
for the first part, had to have the script ready, have an idea of what was going to happen. We had to send in, you know, like a five or six minute video overview of what the show was going to be about and where it's going and um, what was going to happen with it. And then we had, um, I don't know what all else they sent in, a ton of stuff. And then um, after we got all that and got that approved, they said, all right, now send us like a little teaser, like a five to six minute video of kind of how the show is going to play out. Um, so that's what we did. Um, I ended up at first having a smaller role in it. I was actually filming and um, didn't think I was actually going to be able to get down to the actual audition that one day. But I ended up doing it. And um, when we were filming the teaser, a person, I don't know, couldn't make it. It was on Mother's Day, I believe. And I was in Atlanta. And they picked obviously mom my mom was yeah. not here or there. <laughs> So I was like, I'm free, you know, and then so I filmed that part and then um, everything went really well. And then throughout that time, we just kind of, I kind of made my way up to be a uh, doctor. Yeah, <laughs> doctor. Now, now, <laughs> you're, <laughs> now you're Dr. Krentis. That's right. Brian Cranston uh, yeah, started as a dentist on Seinfeld. So I think you're following <laughs> in his footsteps, right? Yeah, then, so, then it became Walter White. Yeah, we filmed all that and sent it in and we got approved and then um, started filming from there, trying to do the same thing almost like your story you know trying to figure out places to film trying to find money you know trying to figure out you know when you have money to film a tv show just like that you know some things are you know i'm sure you guys million dollar budget like a lot of the other ones do you guys used people's houses i'm sure and found found sets where you had you know things uh, that you could use different restaurants and people down there amazing for what they did for us and how much they appreciated what we we're going to do, you know, everything's booming down there. So everybody's kind of wanting to be in it, you know, and it gave them some exposure as well. And, um, it's cool for them and cool for us. And, um, we made it <laughs> and, you know, we're working on episode two right now. It should be done before too long. And then, um, when we get episode three done is when we can send off to Hulu, but I believe. And then once season one is done, then we send off to Netflix and hopefully as episodes keep going, um, Everything's going to be a little smoother, so it doesn't take us as long, and everything can kind of transition a little better, and we can get it pumped out here. Very okay. cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So the uh, you wound up being kind of the heel of the show. Like it, I don't know how much <laughs> you want to give away, but watching right. it, you you know, you're not the sweet yeah. guy everybody wants to. You know? I know they wanted <laughs> me to be, and um, I didn't end up that way. But um, yeah, it keeps on going in episode two as we go along here as well. Okay. So, so you're not written out after <laughs> what happens in the first <laughs> no. one. Your character, no, your character I continues might on. Make it, yeah. She. Keeping me hanging around for some reason after that, but oh man, <laughs> it's the it's because you have the yeah. scrubs, man. You're That's the, right. <laughs> <laughs> episode two, do you get to do any oral surgery or anything? Yeah, I don't know what we're going there for, uh, <laughs> but um, season two will be uh, kind of a branch off, I believe. If everything goes away, it has been a, a separate storyline. Once episode one kind of goes through the whole what happens with us, and then. She finds a new man, and there I am trying to figure out what to do again. Uh oh! And um, then I'm probably going to be the same way she was, you know. You're, you're stuck hanging between, on to her. <laughs> you're stuck between V and trying to figure out yeah, what know, you're going to do with this other girl. I know Talia and all my other dental it's assistants, like, and man, it's, it's like a it's like a love triangle, confusing. but more of like a love. Uh, trapezoid because there's more than three people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. going. That's beyond my business education. Uh, I got I got through my business business degree with uh, one math class. Yeah, and uh, I, we didn't cover many shapes, but uh, trap, uh, yeah, you know, trapezoid. The tra- the trapezoid uh, is that the one with the five sides? Well, the trap. No, the trapezoid, trapezoid has four. It has four, but it could be a square or not. Yeah, it's coming in. So somebody's going to get trapped inside. Oh. Something's going to happen. See that? There's the there meta- he goes. There's more to the metaphor than just the sides <laughs> of a. <laughs> I'll take it, Dakota. That'll work. So how uh, if people want to find Living V and mm-hmm. uh, get into it, are, is it, is this crowdfunded too, or was it uh, uh, a little bit? Just... Yeah, we tried. Uh, we got a little bit of funding, but um, here before too long, we're going to start the funding up again. Um, Brittany had a few other projects she was going to work on, and this is kind of her baby, so she didn't want to just keep pushing them out. She wanted to make sure everything was in place, and we got everything sorted away before we started filming again. Absolutely, make and, sure um, it's good. Yeah, because the script is. I mean, the script and plot and everything else is absolutely amazing uh we just need to take a little more time here to make sure everything was in place as we go along here but uh going along everything should be 
really really good awesome yeah i mean you could definitely tell like the the plot and the storyline are both incredible the storyline itself is incredibly written and the plot like i said before it's not just like we were talking about um you and another girl like you and there's two women but Mm -hmm. there's definitely more to that it's not just a a stereotypical love triangle right yeah there's really and there was some abusive cake in there too Oh yeah, yeah. She was mad at the cake. I don't know what she did that for. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault again. But uh, yeah, not a very good boyfriend on TV. I don't think. No. Hopefully, it's better in real life. Yeah, hey, we're a little better. <laughs> oh man. So it, it, right now the distribution is on Amazon. So if you want to yeah. see it, I guess you need to get an Amazon Prime subscription, or you can yeah, probably you can buy do, that one um, episode on there. Yeah, Amazon Prime, or you can buy it. I believe for. Somewhere between a dollar to three dollars if you want to watch just the episode, or you can. There's one other way you can do it through Amazon as well. I think you can you can, uh, like buy the season, and as you get, okay. and it, it'll, it'll take money off instead of just buying okay. the individual episodes. Yeah. So Isaac Goggle uh, wants to know if we would consider this a political show today. No, we kind of <laughs> gave the disclaimer earlier. This is a little bit off of our normal path. Uh, typically, Boss Hog Liberty is a more political show. Thursday night, we're still going to have a very uh, political episode with uh, Chad Malico, the uh, park board president here in Henry County, and uh, Chase Payton will be on here. Uh, but today, this is uh, basically we're just taking the, taking the time while Ben's in town to uh, to profile him and highlight him a little bit and learn. Uh, you know, we, since we have the opportunity for him to be here, kind of expand it's our horizons a, a little bit. It's not been right. a political edu- or episode, but it's still been like for me, it's been educational. Absolutely. Yeah. I learned that it's not just for TV, like, but they actually do have the buffets at. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. High budget sets. They do. So. I, good food. I was uh, I, w- I was the campaign manager for Rex Bell when he ran for governor. The uh, I don't know where the, where's our Rex Bell sign. It's Rex, a, over here Rex in the corner. Bell's over there. Oh, yeah, we got Rex a couple of different spots. Special spot so Rex ran for governor of Indiana. So we <laughs> got to go to the uh, the statewide debates, and that yeah. was that was the place where we got our all you can eat food buffets. <laughs> all right. We had the uh, you know before the debate, they would uh, they take care of whoever the next governor was, whether it was my guy or the democrat or the republican yeah um so yeah we had our we had our all you can eat spreads there so hey, you can, love it. at some point in life you have to make the decision whether or not you're gonna you know be in you know politics which is hollywood for ugly people like me or <laughs> or if you want to go down the the acting side and that's the uh you know for people that are seven foot tall like that's ben right. you so. can't you can't really say it's politics for attractive people because typically the people like ben are just like you guys yeah like i'm better than this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that the acting thing is probably a little bit political too, though. It's a lot of relationships and getting to know people yeah. and and dealing with dealing with the things the same way. The mm-hmm. uh, the the politics stuff around here. I don't know if you've been, followed what's happened around the house, but you know, around Newcastle while you've been gone. But there's no a idea. there's a statue that's got everybody <laughs> upset, and don't say anything about windmills or pin oh, yeah, or pinwheels or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did hear about the windmills. They're uh, yeah, that's like the uh, the third rail, the holy holy grail of don't touch it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you the, want no part. The precious Memorial Park Doughboy statue also needs don't don't move it. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Please save our Doughboy. There's a there's a big big meeting coming up Monday. I was on the park board in Henry County, and think yeah. I'm not anymore. I, I I got off of that board or resigned a couple months ago because I had some other stuff coming up. And I knew uh, I knew right. I was going to be engaged, and I didn't know I was going to have a puppy at the time. But now that's yeah. come on. I, <laughs> thank God. Um, but the uh, that board's meeting Monday, and Dakota's going to go out there and protest. <laughs> what? That's so funny. Just slashing about Jeremiah bringing up this puppy again. <laughs> like, he's so stressed out about it. Oh my God. <laughs> it's uh, it's real. Have you ever had a puppy? Have you have you been through this? Uh, while well, I was still in Indiana. Yes. Yeah. It was a hassle, but I figured, you know, I just <laughs> so no. you leave it. If no. it peed, it peed, and, you know, I cleaned it, and yeah. I got over it, and the it do- grew up and got better. The dog I have, I got him when he was three, and he was perfect yeah. then, and he's still perfect now. <laughs> Going through puppy stage, man, it's uh, – I'm more nervous about that than I am about getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just uh, – yeah. We'll be fine eventually, but, man. It's uh. Hey, Daisy turned out just fine. She did. There you go. You have all hardwood floors, just about. Yeah, except for the bedroom. Yeah. You know, I suppose. Anyway, yeah, we're back to puppy talk again. <laughs> all right, so That's so off track. We have we have crashed the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, the uh, I I couple teasers I guess I have, and we'll we'll ask Ben about what he uh, what what other projects he's got coming up, but. 
next week on the uh, we we talked about Chad Malico being on the Boss Hog Liberty podcast Thursday. Um, Brett Bittner, I we recorded an episode in here last week that uh, that will be on the We're Libertarians Network. Um, trying to desperately find the name of his show because I make fun of it all the time and say the wrong thing. It's called You Can't Outrun the Fork. Um, he's Brett obviously went through diabetes and uh, lost an awful lot of weight. I've kind of picked up the South Beach diet and I'm down 36 pounds as of today. So um, kind of a profile on that. And then the, the following week, Cade Coger will be on that uh, that show. So I would expect to see that if you uh, if you subscribe to uh, Brett's podcast by Wednesday or Thursday of this week, uh, you should see that in there and get to get to get a little bit more Jeremiah if there's not enough in your life. Yeah. I let, uh, <laughs> I let you and Bittner in my house. This I know, without you. Yep. Previously, this has been a hashtag never Bittner house. You you went to your grandmother's birthday party, and she didn't show up. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't that. I thought that it was her birthday party, but it wasn't. Like, she, she didn't know it was her birthday party. I thought it was. I still got you an application to apply for the local elk. You did. Lodge. I cannot. That's, that's the other big thing. If, if Dakota and I don't have enough friendship already... Uh, we're going to join the, I'm joining the Elks club to hang out with him on Wednesdays. Cause he says I'm out of free passes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go. I can only take somebody in there three times. It's not just a, all, just it's not an all you can not, eat. Buffet. It's not I like Rushville. It's not like the, the buffet. The Rushville. Yeah, it's not like the buffet that you get. Like <laughs> I was told there's a buffet at the, at the Elks club and that's, a, that was the day Dakota sold me on it. So we'll see. We'll see if they let me in, if I can become a benevolent elk. I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a legacy. My grandfather was an elk, so I feel oh, like geez. I feel like that should help me, Audrey. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, Ben, uh, tell tell us about what other projects you got coming up. What uh, you know, if there's anything that uh, that you want people to follow you, learn about you, hire you? What? You know. All right, yeah, hire me whenever. But um, <laughs> we did a short film uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, our artist Esteban Watson. Um, put together what combined a music video with like a whole story that went along with it and it just won a um award out in hollywood um first film festival we uh, put it in um got nominated for another one and that thing's going crazy it's going to be in all sorts of music the, or, uh, the short is that's uh i saw it on your facebook page is that a merge is that what it's yeah called? Uh-huh. okay so that'll be thrown around everywhere um that one was a great i mean it's if you watch it i mean it's it's pretty crazy yeah, it keeps you interested it. it's like a you have to watch that one but um okay. that one's a really good one as well um three more auditions this week to get done just kind of working on that doing everything it's pretty much how it works just audition and those are on th- those are, those are not in person necessarily You'd like record a demo video or something and send no it a lot of them are self-tape so i can tape it and we have instructions what my agent wants us to do and then a lot of the things are booked off that but major I guess bigger projects would be um, booked in person after that. Okay. Well, we have the Boss Hog Liberty Studio here with light kits and, and microphones. <laughs> so uh-huh. if you need a <laughs> if you need a radio studio, it's good. Uh, to go. We've got uh, we've got this here in your your other your hometown, I guess. Yeah. So you're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Uh, follow you. Do you, do you, Twitter, uh, Instagram. What's the best way if you, if you want people? Instagram is uh, David Ben Smith. Um, I think that's what it is now. Pretty sure that's right. David Ben Smith and then uh, Facebook's BSNC40. Um, I think that's connected to my Twitter. I never get on there, but whatever I post on Facebook will be. Are you verified on the Twitter to... yet? You got your check mark? No, I think I only have like 300 people. <laughs> Not quite verified. Not yet. I don't ever. I need to mess around with that a little more. I just never. I have so many other things going on. I'm like, yeah. you know, Facebook, do that. I go on Instagram, do that. I go on Snapchat, I do this. And it's just like. You have other things oh. going on, so the blue check mark by your name yeah. is like very low priority. One day, <laughs> <laughs> life life goals. If they ask, so hey, I'll, I'll put it there. But we don't have one a, day. We still don't have a Boss Hog Liberty uh, Twitter pay, Twitter deal. I, that's probably the the I, Twitter to me is I use it for sports. I use it to follow IndyCar right. and football. Yeah, just to sit there during a football game and be I'm a smartass never, and watch it. <laughs> I'm never on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. I'm it's too complex. You're too young and me. I'm too old for Twitter. Yeah, you got to be. They made it. You got to be like, like 28, right? Words now or something, but yeah. Yeah, I was always way did. too compressed for me. Yeah, like I never I, did it. I can't get anything all out of my mind in 128 characters. Yeah, like, and I'm shortening half my words and trying to figure it out. And I spend yeah. 10 minutes on a message that should have sent, you know, <laughs> eight minutes ago, and then you're just like, all right. 
Twitter's just for the president at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but really. At this All point, right. you have a Twitter so you can follow Donald Trump and just laugh. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it just makes the news. It's on the, it's on the yeah. you know, on, on the Indianapolis Star's website or on CNN within 20 minutes. So you just mm-hmm. catch it there. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us, oh, man. No problem, this guys. is fun. I'm glad, yeah. uh, I'm glad to have you in the studio and finally get you here. And don't be a stranger by any means. Oh, yeah. Um, Audrey Joe, anything, uh, anything you need to promote? Mm-hmm. Big, uh, big nope. excitement coming up. Nope. The rest I'm of your good. life, you're just good. You have yeah. a puppy. That's <laughs> pretty big. Hey, I hear you're getting a puppy. Oh, really? How do you know? <laughs> I do need to thank you, by the way. You showed up on Saturday morning against your will and helped yes, the Forge Junior leaders make some me. cheese balls. So thank you very much publicly, Audrey. This is your thanking. You're very welcome. And you learned that I treat you just the way I treat everybody else in my life. That was Horribly. your one observation. Horrible. I'm abusive <laughs> to everybody around me. <laughs> Terrible friend to everybody. <laughs> well, thank you, Audrey, for joining in and, and holding me accountable to to what I am. Dakota, we got uh, like two more days, and we're doing this again. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna be doing two podcasts this week. I, I like this is gonna be after Thursday's show and having to talk about this, you know, the Doughboy and everything. It's it's gonna be pretty exhausting. Like I was with I was with Chris Spengel after he did three shows in that one week. Yeah, I couldn't imagine doing that right now. Like I don't think that I'm to that point yet. And his shows are so much longer than ours. Like we keep ours around that sixty minute mark, and his are two hours. So I'm just gonna give a shout out to Chris because he is a much better <laughs> podcaster than I am at this point in my career. You're. Uh by the time we get to Thursday, you're gonna be, you're not gonna be sleeping because you're gonna have a new puppy. I texted Jeff Vibbert today, my buddy, and oh he my God. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff said it will change your life. And Jeff is a little ball of energy. He's got two we puppies, and he's you know, I, I just I think you're just, more you were you're not you're, even picking up your own puppy. No, you're delivering it for me. Yes, you I have found a the delivery puppy delivery service for <laughs> right. your puppy. Thank you. It's a, it's a courier service. I so think we need to start out. a poll for a name. Yeah. We, uh, I have mine, but people, you do not have people can write on the wall or comment on here, you whichever method one. you want to. Yeah. Fritz, like, I don't like moral, it. moral it. Fritz Gerald. The I will not let my <laughs> dog have a brother named Fritz. Moral at wearelibertarians.com or jeremiah at com. Send me, a, send me an email. Tell me what I need to name the dog, and I'll, I'll submit them to Sarah for approval. Brantley Spicer just said Rand, Audrey. No. <laughs> Look at this. He really just said Rand. Stop. It's not a real name. Brantley, that is exactly what I suggested. <laughs> that was the very first it's name he came up with. not a real name. I cannot believe it. That is you owe, great. You owe Brant $25 now. I'm serious. Brantley, he came Brantley through Spicer on the, on just a, reignited the energy within me to get you to name this dog Rand. You already named I got, him. I got 24 hours, Brantley. <laughs> <laughs> we already named him. My grandfather used to call everything Fritz, so I kind of like Fritz, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think Sarah likes it, and I think that's where uh, it's not going very well. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You just said to us the other day, Fritz. whatever if, if, she wants. Whatever she wants to name it. I have veto power, obviously, but uh, <laughs> but if she doesn't want Fritz, we won't have Fritz. <laughs> anyway, follow me at Jeremiah Morrill on the Twitter. Uh, you, you'll reach me. Nobody else ever tweets me, so you can do that. <laughs> Hit me up on, uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, I do ask that people like and subscribe to the Boss Hog Liberty Facebook page. Uh, still chasing that, uh, that 100, v- 100 subscribers on, uh, on YouTube. Once we get to that, we'll have our uh, our URL, and I'm going to print sweet business cards up for Dakota and I. And then after that, man, once you get business cards, Ben, you're just hey, you're off you're and running, man. right? That's right. All right, we will see you guys on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com. <laughs>